Here it is, April seventh. I think we're on episode forty-three. Wow, practically doubled in a month. See what a pandemic will do, I guess. All right, here's today's reading. If you're willing to open yourself up to the miracles of each day, each day will be a miracle. By Catherine L. The morning light trips into the room and gently warms us. Slowly, we return from the world of dreams and begin a new day. How can we doubt that there is a power greater than ourselves? Each day, there is a multitude of little miracles that remind us, that remind us if we take the time to notice. During recovery, we learn to wrap our minds around the idea of a higher power. It truly is an awakening, a coming to after years of fog and blackouts. Our grandiose, self-centered life was like a dream. Then sobriety, a gift from God, slowly crept into our world. Very much like waking from sleep, we began to open our eyes, see the real world, and open ourselves to the joys and opportunities that awaited. Now that we've been awakened, we need to keep our eyes open to listen to the direction and guidance from this power greater than ourselves. The answers are there if you're willing to stop, look, and listen. We feel the answers every day. Today, help me look at the miracles around me, especially in the 12-step meetings. Sounds like today's about higher power. (laughs) And I've never gotten into details about my philosophy on higher power other than maybe calling it out as the universe to you guys. And I wanted to get into detail, and I will, in November when we do Step 11, And my plan is my friend that's in the hospital with COVID is who I want to do my step 11 because he's, well, he's the most passionate God guy I know. And he's studying to be a minister and all kinds of other stuff. So he has, he has to be on my step 11 meeting. So he better get healthy. That's, that's what I've decided. So to give you kind of my my foundation of at least how I started to have my eyes open and look around. Someone had said to me when they were in their addiction, they stopped going to church. They were a regular church grower. And the statement that resonated with me the most was he said, Well, I stopped going because I was lying and stuff, and I didn't feel like I deserve to go to church. So that prompted me to be like, well, wait a minute, you know, like still addict brain, but wait a minute, deserve to go to church? Going to church is a privilege? What do you mean? Like, I think those were the voices in my head. So I started going, and part of my rules, my my own recovery rules for myself are, You have to, I have to try things three times before making a decision about whether or not I'll keep doing them beyond three times, but I can't just go once. I can't just go twice. I have to go three times because different days, different moods, different experiences, all that. 
So that's what I did with church. And it was January of 2019 that I started going after hearing that statement because I think that statement was made in December of 18, to be honest. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go check this out, you know, just based on that statement. And because of Seth 11, I felt like I had to go anyway as part of my Step 11 work, which is sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understand him. So, and if I'm not perfect to the letter, sorry, I'm doing that one. That one was by heart. Um, so I've been, I, you know, 2019 was like my Step 11 year and I learned how to meditate and I started going to church. And what I discovered, and this is full honesty, transparency is, I don't know that I'm at the point, I still don't like using, I call it the G word, you know, even when we start the serenity prayer and we say, say God, I still struggle with that. Um, even though it's written that way, I, I, I like calling it the universe. That's what works for me. And at the end of, at the end of church every week, you know, Pastor Buddy kind of raises his hand and, and has this whole prayer that you say at the end, which basically in my mind means I'm all in, you know, or that's what the people are saying, that they're all in and they believe this God stuff. So I'm not quite there yet. And that's okay. Because what I did learn, like I went to church the first time and there was a guest pastor. So perfect why I can't do rules of three, right? So I listened to him. I enjoyed it. It was like a little bit. It reminds me of stand-up comedy on some levels, depending on who's speaking that day. Then I went back the next week, and I wasn't crazy about it at all. And then the third week, I went back, and I liked it again. And my interpretation of church, it's a non-denominational church, but my, my interpretation is, there's messaging. And since I'm a believer in the universe and signs and messaging and all that, what I picked up on was the message that Pastor Buddy was giving almost every, you know, all the time is very relatable. And it's almost like the themes like from the readings or GA or from group or things we learn at the center. I feel a lot of times like something will happen and I'll go to church and then I'll feel like, oh, my God, I was supposed to hear that because it relates to something going on in my life. So that's kind of my higher power summary. I'm I'm a little scared of religion because I don't understand it. I didn't, you know, grow up like I have an Italian family. So, of course, we had like Catholic uh, funerals and weddings and the up, down, up, down. That's that's my association with the Catholic Church is, you know, it's it's this up and down and singing and it was hard to follow along. So that's why I kind of like these storytelling approaches. I can resonate with them a little bit better. Um, the one last thing I want to say, and I guess, I guess this is part of why religion's on my mind is because there are, you know, holidays going on. Um, we're in between Palm Sunday and Easter. It's crazy to think I was in <laughs> treatment three years ago on Easter. And that, yeah, that's crazy. Our big excitement was we had ham and tur- 
ham and turkey both that day, getting two proteins, and it wasn't just hamburger. It was pretty spectacular. But anyway, so religion's on my brain for those reasons. But then also, um, I got some friends struggling. I mean, I, I can't even, what I'm about to say, I can't even wrap my head around. But one of my friends lost her father to COVID and now just lost her brother-in-law and has two more family members sick. I, I can't, I can't even remotely understand what that must be like. And, uh, her and another friend that's concerned are both Jewish. And the only thing that I could think of to say, you know, I, I wrote them kind of a, a little note and and said, you know, you got to keep the faith that there's a reason for this. I didn't say it quite like that, but I honestly believe that COVID has a purpose. And maybe I'm in the minority, you know, Um but I think that a lot of good's going to come out of it. And I think that it's really hard to see while we're in the, in the moment and, and the craziness of it all. But I did find, the moral of the story is that I did find that that was where I went to mentally to show support and, and try to offer a little bit of comfort in that crazy situation was, you know, to higher power. So if, if not anything, it's a it's a place to, you know, to hand it over, which we can get into a whole lot deeper another day. And downloading and not carrying the burden alone, especially as an addict, but for anybody right now, going it alone is not the way to go, in my opinion. So, all right, time is up. We will be back tonight, do a little bit more step four stuff little bit more we got a long way to go have a great day everybody i will talk to you soon